that. Let church say amen. From the book of Acts. The book of Acts, chapter 12. <coughs> Acts, chapter 12. And we began our reading with verse 11. <coughs> These are the words that you find. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of, of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel, has delivered me out of the hands of Herod from all the expectations of the people of the Jews. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked the door of the gate, the damsel came, hawking, named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. They said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed, affirmed that it was even so. Then they said, it is an angel. Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Amen. Amen. I, I want just for a few minutes this morning, I want to talk from this subject, astonished but not surprised. Astonished, but not <clears throat> surprised. Oftentimes, as we grow, we go back and we look at Scripture. And you've always heard me say, don't ever close up the book and say, I got it. Uh, because what I have learned is... After you live a little while, go through another experience or two, you can go back and read the same word, and God will open it up even, even more. This is such a scripture. I, I used to always think that it was funny that they would be praying for Peter. Get out of jail, and then when he showed up, they were surprised. But the Spirit tapped me on the shoulder and say the Bible doesn't say they were surprised. It said they were astonished. It says they were they were amazed. That 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 that's what it was. Let me set stage here. Let me carry you back a few years, and I don't even know if they still do it or not, but. Uh, some of you have probably almost forgotten. I, I, I still remember a little bit. I don't even know if they still make them. But you remember 
Years ago, when we were children, when I was a child, they used to make a little box. Had a handle on the side. And that little handle, it's an age-old toy. still. But that toy... Yeah, y'all know the toy, y'all got it. Every child that I know, I know me, uh, uh, at some point you've been introduced to this toy, you were amazed by it when you were a child. You would turn the handle... You hear that music and you just couldn't wait to get to that one point where pop and the mind of a child is amazing because they could sit for hours and just keep right on doing doing that. They 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 would and every time it would pop out, it was just fascinating. Are y'all hearing me? It was every time that thing would pop out, they could sit. Yeah, you could entertain a child, get them one of those, they stay there for hours, just going on, pop, pop. Yeah, even after they caught on and knew what it was about to happen, to them it's still fascinating, at least for a while. But something happens as you grow older and as you mature some, if you got a a 10-year-old child that's still sitting there playing with that thing, you, you, you probably need to get them checked out. That's, that's, that ain't normal. After a while, are y'all hearing me? After a while, it sort of loses something. After a while, yeah, it, it doesn't really mean that much to see that thing. Are y'all hearing this? Yeah, as you mature all at once, it's not fun anymore. No longer gave you that joke that it used to give you when you were a child. As a matter of fact, over time, it gets to be a little bit annoying. Yeah, put that thing up somewhere. Now, brothers and sisters, I I can understand how we can get that way with the the jack-in-the-box. But I wonder sometimes, wonder sometimes if the same thing does not apply to our relationship with God. Could it be, could it be that the first time he moved on your behalf, the first time he walked into your situation, the first time he worked something out for you, you were totally captivated. Are y'all hearing me? Matter of fact, you showed up at church that Sunday and you even waved your hand. That first time he, he got you out of something. That first time that he bailed you out. But somehow, over time, got you out of so much stuff. Pulled you out of so many times. Are y'all hearing me? Over time, maybe we have grown used to him. And we're no longer amazed by the things that he does. Are y'all hearing that he, he's still doing them? He, he's still doing them, but maybe we, we are just not amazed 
by him like we used to be. Could it be that over time, the goodness of God has just become business as usual? Yeah, every morning that you wake up, are y'all hearing me? Praise ought to come out of your mouth. But he's done it so many times. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, every time you take a breath, it ought to be hallelujah. But but you have so you had so many breaths. That maybe now it's just sort of business as usual. Text today. God has just done a miraculous thing. The thing I want to point out to you this morning, the thing I want to point out to you today is that when, when the people heard it, they, 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 had, they had witnessed this miracle, and, and according to the Bible, yeah, after they saw what God had done, they were astonished. Come go with me to the word according to the text. Herod had stretched forth his hand and his intention was to vex the church. The church was brand new, just getting started around in Jerusalem. It was still finding its way and there were some people who were not happy about this new thing called church. And and he stretched forth his hand to do them harm. The Bible says that he killed James. The brother of John. He, he killed, he's trying to vex the church. He killed James, the brother of John. And, and then after, when he did that, he saw that it pleased the Jews for him to do that. And so, in normal fashion, he saw that it pleased the Jews for him to kill John. So according to the Bible, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Are y'all hearing me? If the folk are happy and the folk give me this much praise about John, maybe if I go back now and get the leader of the pack. So so since they're all enthused about my taking out John, he decided I'll take out Peter also. So yeah, yeah. So now now he gets Peter. And and he realized he's watching the people. The people are happy. They're glad to see him. You're coming against this thing called the church. But now Herod was not crazy. Uh, Herod saw that they were pleased over the death of James. And he could only imagine how pleased they were going to be over if he put Peter to death. but, But then he decided, he said, rather... Then put Peter to death immediately. Yeah, yeah, I can't pull it together right now. He says, I, I'm going to lock him up in jail and, and hold him until after the Passover. Let me tell you why he did it. You remember when Jesus was on his way to Calvary, Passover time. And you remember the custom was that he would ask the people and he would free a prisoner. And, and, and you know, the first time it didn't work out like he thought it would because he thought they would free Jesus and they said, give us Barabbas. So he said, I ain't going to take that chance this time. 
I'm going to hold him until after the Passover. So I ain't got to ask nobody nothing. <laughs> we'll just, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, so now, now Peter is in prison. He's in jail. Note that this is the same prison that they had locked Peter up in in chapter 5. In chapter 5, they locked him up, and the angel of the Lord opened the door and let him out. Put him back in the same jail. But this time, I said, yeah, you got out the first time. We got you this time. This time, they shackled his feet. Chained his hands, put him in the innermost part of the prison, and then they assigned 16 soldiers. Are y'all hearing me? Bet you won't get out this time. Yeah, 16 soldiers to watch him, but get the picture now. Two soldiers slept on either side of him, some of them watching the door of the inner prison, <clears throat> some watching the door of the outer prison, and then beyond the outer prison and the inner prison is this great iron gate that nobody could ever get beyond. We got him this time. Are y'all hearing me? Herod took every precaution, but then there was one thing that Herod didn't figure in his plan. Figured a whole lot of stuff, figured out everything else, had everything covered. One thing that he did not figure in his plan was the power of a praying church. Wasn't figuring about that. Didn't, didn't, didn't figure on, on that. The power, you do know there's power in, in prayer. When the church of God prays, there's power in it. So here is Peter in a maximum security prison, waiting to be put to death with 16 soldiers assigned to watch him. What is Peter doing? He's got to be worried. He's got to be anxious. What is Peter doing? Well, let's take it right out of the book. Now, verse 6, he's asleep. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me. His world threatening to come to an end. Folk breathing threatenings at him. And he is asleep. I'm learning a lesson like that. I, I learned a lesson right there. I, I, I thank God. I thank God for the God of peace that, that will allow me to sleep when the storms of life are raging, when my enemies are plotting my destruction. I wonder if I got a witness here that he will let you go to bed and go. <laughs> Behold, he that keeps Israel, he never slumbers and he never sleeps. So I've made up my mind if he's going to stay up, ain't no sense in everybody standing up. I'll go to bed and I, are y'all hearing me? Surrounded by enemies, locked up. Peter is asleep. So 
So much so, he's sleeping so hard, verse 7, so that when a light from heaven shined down on him, yeah. it didn't even wake him up. <laughs> light from heaven, he's still sleeping. And since the light didn't wake him up, the angel of God just came and touched him on his side in prison. <laughs> To touch him on his side. Get, get it now. Peter, before he could say anything, the chains just fell off. Fell off. Angel begins to give him instruction. Yeah. The chains are off. Angel says, gird yourself. Put on your clothes. Come on now. Yes, sir. And I, the, way, the reason I love this is because God ain't in a hurry. You would have thought he'd have run up at it. No. Take your time, Peter. Put your clothes on. Put, put your shoes on. <laughs> Buckle up your shoes. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Taking it, you see him taking his time. Peter, get all that on ahead. I'm going, wait a minute, Peter. Get your coat. It's right there in the book. It's right there in the get, get your coat. Follow me. So look at Peter, look at Peter. Now, Peter is following this angel. And even he is thinking, this, this can't be real. This, this has got to be a vision. Yeah. They, 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 he follows the angel, he follows the angel, and they pass the soldiers in the first ward. Following the angel, they pass by the soldiers in the second ward. And then finally they get to that great iron gate that can't nobody get out of. And according to the word of God, the gate y'all ain't hearing this. The gate just flew wide open. Now Peter is free. He's free. He's out in the street. He's free. And then the angel left him. Now he's standing there in the street free. He's coming to himself and he's realizing this wasn't no vision. <laughs> this thing is real. I, I, I'm out here on Main Street. <laughs> this was not a vision. Verse 11, listen to what he says. He says, now I know the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me out of the hand of Herod. Is that in your book? And he, not only has he delivered me from the hand of Herod, he's also delivered me from what my enemies thought was going to happen to me. It's right there in the book. It's right there in the book. Now, came to himself, knew exactly where to go. <laughs> And that's a good thing. It's, one, it's, it's a good thing to know where to go. It's a, yeah, it's a good thing to know where, where, the folk, where the people of God meet. He knew where to go. He, he knew where to find his crowd. Went to Sister Mary's house. Verse 12 says, Mary was the mother of John Mark. And just a teaching moment, John Mark is the writer who wrote the gospel of Mark. It was his mama's house. 
So he shows up at Mary's house where a prayer meeting is going on. And the church was gathered there and the church is praying. Peter went to the door, knocked at the door, but they were praying. Don't know if they heard him or not, but one little girl heard him. The girl named Rhoda, she heard a knock on the door. They are praying. She gets up, goes to the door. Are y'all hearing me? You got to understand where these people are. They're under attack. They know that their enemies are out to destroy the church. So they're they're, they're about half afraid anyway. They're always looking for somebody to break in and take them captive. But they, they kept meeting in these secret prayer meetings. So they're in there praying. They're locked in. This girl heard and went to the door. She heard Peter's voice. Who is it? It's Peter. She heard his voice. Ran back in to this praying crowd. <laughs> they're praying for Peter <laughs> to get out of jail. <laughs> they're praying. She, she runs back in to the folk who are praying. And, and, and she says to them, Peter is at the, the door. <laughs> See, sometimes, if you're praying in faith, <laughs> if, you're, if you're showing up praying in faith, it's all right every now and then to get up off your knees and check the door. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. It, it's all right. It's all right. If you're praying in faith, but... So now, they're praying, and she goes in and says, Peter, is that, she's insisting Peter is at the door, listen at the church. They're praying for Peter. They're praying for Peter. They say, uh, it must be an angel. Praying for Peter. Must be an angel. Get this now. The iron, yeah, yeah, the, the, it, it must be an angel. It, it, it's got to be something different. It can't. Now, I, now, the thing I want to point out to you, get it. The iron gate. And the prison swung open without Peter even having to touch it. But now he can't even get through the door of a group of praying folk. Are y'all hearing this? Yeah, didn't have no problem getting out was no problem. Getting in to where folk are praying. Y'all ain't hearing this. So he stands there and he knocks. Then finally, he opened the door. Here's where I want to get to. I'm almost through. It says that they were astonished. They were amazed. My brothers and my sisters, many times I've studied this passage and thought it was strange that they were praying for Peter. And then when he showed up, they, they were surprised when God answered. I, I, many times I, 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 I thought, but the truth is, the Bible doesn't say they were surprised. It says that they were astonished. It says that they were amazed. You see, surprise means that something comes unexpectedly. Y'all ain't hearing me. Surprise means that, that something came up that I wasn't expecting to happen. 
And I don't believe that anyone who earnestly prays, are y'all hearing me? I don't believe that anybody who earnestly prays without expecting something to happen. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. I believe that if an earnest prayer gets on their knees, I believe that deep down in their soul, they are expecting something to happen. I believe these folk were praying and I believe that they were praying and they were expecting God to move. So I believe that the writer carefully selected the word. Yeah, he, he didn't want to put that they were surprised. They were not surprised. They knew God would move. These people had seen so many miraculous things. They, some of those folk were around when Jesus got up out of the grave. Some of those folk were around when they nailed him to the cross. Some of those folk were around. They had seen some miraculous things. I, I believe that they, they, he carefully yeah, chose this word that, that let us know they were not surprised. They were amazed. They were astonished. It means that they were overcome with wonder. And my brothers and my sisters, let me just share a word of my testimony. It's been now about 65 years ago since I invited Jesus to come into my life. I remember just like it was yesterday. Yes, as a child, Sang into my heart, into my heart, into my heart, Lord Jesus. I didn't have the understanding that I have right now. But I did have a, a clear understanding that Jesus loved me. Are y'all hearing me? I did have a clear understanding that he died on the cross for me. I did have a clear understanding, yes, uh, that he, uh, yes, loved me so much that he was willing to give up his own life. And I don't know about anybody else, but even as a child, that was astonishing to me. But not only that, I marveled over the idea that he got up from the grave. Are y'all hearing me? That was astonishing to me. The fact that somebody who is buried in a grave can get up from the grave. That said to me that he defeated death. Yeah. All of that, my brothers and my sisters, was in my childhood. Yeah. And like the apostle Paul says, when I was a child, I spake like a child. I thought like a child. I understood like a child. But when I became a man, are y'all hearing me? Oh, even in my childhood, Jesus uh, has always been a wonder yeah, in my soul. Yeah. But now that I'm a grown man, yeah, now that I'm coming down uh, to the end of this journey, yeah, I was e I'm even more amazed yeah, as I grew older yeah, and I learned that all that he did, uh, he did uh, while I was yet uh, 
a sinner. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? He died for me yeah, when I didn't have right on my mind. Yeah. He died for me. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. When I didn't deserve, yeah, going any further, yeah, he died for me, yeah. And now even uh, as I continue to mature, yeah, yeah, he still amazes me, yeah. He amazes me, uh, yeah, when he got up from the grave, yeah, and all of my sins uh, past, yeah, present and future, yeah. It amazes me uh, that they were all uh, Washed away, what can wash away my sins? What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yeah, don't know about anybody else, but I'm still amazed yeah are y'all hearing me yeah the more i see yeah i'm still amazed yeah. i've seen him uh, do so many things yeah. he's opened doors yeah he's made ways yeah. so many times yeah. he stepped in the middle uh, of an impossible situation yeah. and made ways uh, out of no way yeah. are y'all hearing me yeah all i'm saying yeah, is after all this time, yeah, I'm still amazed, amazed by his grace. After all this time, yeah, I'm still amazed by what he does every day and every hour. Yeah, he's moved so many times that I'm not surprised, but I am amazed. I'm amazed by his grace that saved a wretch like me. I'm amazed by his goodness. I'm amazed by his faithfulness to me. I'm amazed by his unfailing compassion toward me. I'm amazed by his mercies uh, that I knew uh, every morning. Yeah. Most of all, I'm amazed uh, by a love that would die uh, in my place. Uh, I'm amazed uh, that how he went uh, to an old right cross, uh, suffered, bled, and died. Yeah. Living, uh, he loved me. Yeah. Dying, uh, he saved me. Yeah. Buried, uh, he cared my sins all the way rising he picked me up and freed me forever one day one day uh, one day he's coming back oh, oh. I still after all this time I'm still amazed. After all of this time, I just can't stop. I can't get enough. Oh, yes, I got past Jack. I got past him. Got past, but every day, every morning when I open up my eyes, it, he, he's a wonder in my soul. Every morning that I, I wake up and I look around and see that it kept me all night long, it's just a wonder. 
Word of God. Yes. That's it. That's it. He's a wonder. He's a wonder. He's a wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a wonder. In my soul. Yes. Bless. Bless his name. Oh, he's a wonder. In my, in my soul. He's, he's a wonder. In my, my soul. He's, he's a wonder. In my soul, bless, bless his name. That's still those in the house. Are you still amazed? Y'all just lift your hand. He's a wonder in my, my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. In my, in my soul, he's a wonder. In my soul, he's a wonder. In my soul, If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you are unsaved today, he wants to turn that around. If you're unsaved. If you're already saved here and you don't have a church covering, you need to be covered. You need a church home. And if that's you today, offer you an opportunity to be covered, to have a church home. So if you're here unsaved, come. If you're here in search of a covering, you need to be moving right now. The door is open. Come now. Come now. 